0: Huda and welcome back to Kenotic Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. I'm alongside my co-host Chris Connor. What's up, Chris? How's it going?
1: Um, uh, man, feeling good, man. Happy, happy. Our team's two and one, man, and ready to get back to the dome, man.
0: Yeah, sir. that, that that's going to be our main point today. Is I, I'm just so happy that the Saints are back in New Orleans. I saw all the posts this week about the Saints coming back and. Uh, will Lutz hugging his dog. Hasn't seen his dog forever. Juwan Johnson back making TikToks. I mean, everything's back to normal, and it just feels really good. Just to know that our Saints are home and they feel good, and uh, it's been it really been a tough, tough time for them in, at TCU. And Malcolm Jenkins said it, it's the longest training camp he's ever had. I mean, I mean, it's really true. And uh, Paulson Debo said, "I'm just used to it because it feels like college." And it's like it, it's it's all very true stuff. So the Saints are back in the dome. This will be the first time the Saints playing a packed Superdome since 2019, which was that wildcard game against the Vikings. So, I mean, it really feels like a really long time, and I'm just, like, super excited to see this team with a packed stadium.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's just... I mean, look, uh, you know, the only time that, that, you know, you can really compare is, you know, dating back to Katrina in regards to them having uh, any type of pre-loaned absence away from, uh, away from home. And, you know, I, I don't think, you know, we're gonna, you know, we definitely won't be looking at things towards that level. when you know, and, you know it was a full season at that point, but, you know, this team being as good as, a, as a, I think a lot of people think they are, the matchup and, uh, the ways that the saints can end up can end up winning the game. Um, and just the energy. I mean, there was a lot of uncertainty about when I mean, some people didn't think they would play a game until, you know, uh, Tom Brady comes to town or closer closer to November. So it just, you know, it feels good. And. Um, yeah, man, I mean, it just I mean, the people I just you just know the electricity is going to be through the roof and it's going to be it's going to feel like a playoff atmosphere for it. Um, If we're just talking about you know the energy that's in the building and the overall excitement that the team is going to have, and I mean, if you're a Giants player, you know what do you compare it to in regards to walking in regards to the place that you're going to be walking into that on a regular Sunday is can already be crazy.
0: Yeah, it's really the only thing you can compare it to is that is those Falcons in uh, 2006 when the Saints did come back from Katrina. It's like a really weird feeling and. Michael Vick even said like in a documentary said we had no shot to win that game just because that city was so, so powerful. And it feels like almost the same thing just because we obviously had COVID and then we had that hurricane and this seemed like the best possible situation to get this team back in the dome uh, for this week's game. And it happened. So I'm just really happy that um, that we're back and we're against a really, really favorable matchup. And it's a really tough week for the giants, but we'll start on the same side of things uh, injury report wise. Obviously, the Saints have been banged up uh, these past few weeks, but not as bad as the Giants. So uh, Eric McCoy still remains on that injury report. He's a do not practice for both Wednesday and Thursday. uh, The Saints and Giants will have another practice Friday, and they'll get those game statuses out after that. But uh, Tron Armstead as well did not practice both those days. Uh, The only thing I'll say that's positive about that is he hasn't been placed on IR yet. Uh, Ian Rapport said it was a three to six week injury. So maybe they're optimistic that it could be less than three weeks. I don't know. Maybe they're just waiting. We'll just see about Teron. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, that hand injury, we'll probably see him on the injury report for the rest of the season with that freaking thumb. But he was full both days, so nothing to worry about there. James Winston actually popped on the injury report. Uh, with a knee injury, he was full both days, so not too much of a concern. And Demario Davis missed Thursday's practice. We all had a little scare, uh, but it was just because of the birth of his fifth child. So, congrats to Demario Davis. And it will be more, um, more freaking juice for him come uh game day and uh talk about juice uh cam jordan wanted us to make make us clear that they want the saints defense from here on out to be called the juice boys i tweeted that out yesterday so someone's gonna make a t-shirt someone's gonna make a graphic but overall the saints uh are more healthy than the giants so i'm just glad to see that uh anything to say on that before i read off the 50 player injury report for the giants
1: I'm just happy that they got a nickname that is um, that is different and um something that isn't corny or <laughs> bayou related. You know, uh-huh. I mean that's what everybody like a lot of people they, they pick bayou and bayou and bayou and all these things, you know, New Orleans related. And sometimes uh, you know, it's best to let the players kind of come up with a name. And I think they've been going with Juice Boys, I think dating back to last year, actually, it just wasn't mm-hmm. something uh, that the media kind of got a hold on to because the defense didn't start as well. They, they just didn't look as dominant as they looked to start the year. And um, just on all phases, this, this defense looks to be the best that it's been. Um, and that's saying a lot with how good and competitive they've been over the past few years. So um, I'm happy to see the name and I hope it sticks.
0: Yeah, if for those who are wondering, Juice Boys, if you don't really understand what that means, Juice, uh, just for the younger generation, it means like bringing the energy, bringing the hype. So that's what really is what that Saints defense does. If you've ever seen those locker room videos, that truly is what they do. And uh, they said, shout out to Quan Alexander for making that name. I think he had part of uh, San Francisco defense, their nicknames over there. So Quan, uh, I guess, gets credit for Juice Boys. So I like it. Uh, but going into the Giants things, uh, the juice boys this week might actually have a very successful week because i gotta take a deep breath before i read off this injury report because it's a long long list so uh ben brenderson offensive lineman did not practice both days linebacker blake martinez towards acl he's out for the season wire receiver sterling shepard who has been their wide receiver one pretty much all year he did not practice both days he's looking unlikely to go um their standout wide receiver darius uh darius slayton did not practice both days uh, he probably won't go. Saquon Barkley, limited with a knee injury both days. Uh, Keon Crossan, DB, limited both days. DB Nate Ebner, limited both days with the quad. Their fullback was limited. Kenny Galday was limited both days. Their long snappers, limited both days. Logan Ryan was limited both days. Caden Smith was d- limited both days. And linebacker Tate Crowder was limited both days. So this is a really, really banged up Giants team that is already 0-3 and come into a game that seems almost impossible for them to win? Uh,
1: you know, well, look, I, I'm always looking at things from the other side of the, of the perspective, right? I mean, you know, we, you know, we, the Saints should win the game. I think Vegas has a game at like eight points would surprise me, but I get it with everything considered. Um, I mean, look, they're, they're hurt at wide receiver. Um, and, you can look at that and say that that's a good thing for the Saints, or you can look at some of the other guys that are going to be forced to forced to uh, to play for them that have some ability of their own to play if they if they are able to make some things work with their quarterback John Ross. I believe is uh, will be returning for them, which you know we know he can take a top off any defense. One of the fastest guys in the league. Still, uh, their rookie that they drafted Kadarius uh, Tony. Uh, he's going to be somebody that I mean now it's just perfect time for him to step up. I don't think there's a bunch really on film in regards to him being active and having an opportunity to make plays. So it may be a a chance for him to surprise. And we know uh, the type of player that uh, Kenny Galladay is. So um, I do think it's things there. And, you know, I mean, I I assume you're going to see more and more of Saquon. He's always a threat. And Daniel Jones is um, I don't think he's the passer yet that a lot of people want him to be or, or expect him to be, but we know what he can do with his will. So, uh, I guess, but I think their problem is I don't believe that they're going to be able to protect to protect Daniel against the Saints front. And at the end of the, the end of the day, if you don't have good chemistry uh, with some, you, you know, you're working in so many new wide receivers in regards to high to high snaps, high snap counts. Uh, I don't believe I don't I don't know if if Evan Ingram's going to be back uh, as well, who's another guy that's important to them. It just seems like they're trying. It's it's just going to be too tall of a task coming into that environment and just the, um, the overall excitement that should be in that dome. And I mean, the saints, you know uh, I think everyone should feel that they are the better team. So um, tough task. To
0: from a giants writer. He says the wire receiver room will probably look like Kenny Dalde, Kadarius, Tony, Colin Johnson, CJ board, John Ross. And they said, they potentially see Dante Pettis be called up from the practice squad. So not, I mean, I would say that's a favorable matchup for the Saints defense who has played against some uh, pretty good offenses so far this season. Not, not even going to lie. um, But looking forward to the matchup, I mean, obviously the, the marquee matchup is Saquon versus defense and they'll try and pound him as much as they can. And Daniel Jones has been finding ways to, to run the football successfully as well. So uh, they barely lost last week against the Atlanta Falcons. So that's a good thing for for them I I don't know I I mean who knows what the Falcons will be I it's it's hard to tell with those teams but I saw some stat the other day and Daniel Jones is four and 21 in his career and his four wins have came against all the Washington football teams so um if history repeats itself it will win this game but I'm looking more honestly on the offensive side for this game because I think the Saints defense has been playing great I think they'll continue to play great um say what you want about bull predictions, but the Saints offense has been really, really shaky, and they've lost some key offensive line pieces, and I think this is their week to really make or break on how we feel. I think Jameis Winston needs to have a better week. I mean, every week he's been 100 yards passing, few touchdowns, which is solid. They've won the game, but I haven't seen a ton on film. They haven't been running the, the football amazing. Last week was a really good week. Uh, week one was a pretty good week but I want to see more consistency. I want to see them be more effective, not missing field goals, getting in the red zone more often. Uh, I've just – the offense has been so make or break. Either it's a touchdown or you're going three and out and it looks ugly. So I want to see some more from Jameis this week, especially against this Giants defense who is really, really thin, honestly.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I. I, you know, I mean, look, you know, they have, a, they, they have a few standout players that can,
0: that can make some
1: things happen. Um, you know, you have a guy like Leonard Williams who, um, if the Saints offensive line stays the way that it, you know, that it is right now, I mean, that's a really good, you know, I would say for the Giants, a point of attack there in regards to the interior of the Saints line. So maybe you have some, you have something there. Uh, they have a rookie linebacker that I'm, that I'm not able to remember right now, but I've, but I've heard and read good things about him to, to start the year and the Giants were a really good defensive team last year. Um, you know James Bradbury at cornerback so there's definitely some things there but I mean look you know the the football team backup quarterback uh, destroyed this this team you know Mm -hmm. this defense Um, you know I I think that the Saints even even without Michael Thomas this should be a game in which they at at worst they should throw for over 200 passing yards you know the giants are you know it's not like um they you know they haven't forced a bunch of turnovers yet um you know the falcons have been have been hit or miss offensively to start the year you know what i mean so you know i don't know what you make up what, what what happened last week uh but yeah I, I mean i don't think that i'm not expecting the saints to have an offensive explosion kind of game but i do think that they should be better than they've been the past couple of weeks. And I, you know, I just, unless it's just a game where it's the saints are dominating and James doesn't have to throw the ball much similar to green Bay. Um, I would like to see them be able to get some things going on, They're running the football more, more splashy plays 20, 25 yards, just, you know, look a little bit more comfortable in a game in which, you know, you have all the leverage. You're going to have all of the, all the the momentum from kickoff is going to be on that side, so um, it's going to be interesting. I, I expect the Giants to really key in on stopping on Alvin Kamara, and I think at that point the Saints are going to have to take take uh, advantage of, of the play action plays. And Jameis is going to have to let the ball go and trust where he's where he's where he's looking and where his reads are. And I mean, look, you know, hopefully that gets them into um, you know just a much better performance, particularly, I would say, through the air.
0: Yeah, Drew Brees on Sunday Night Football talked a little bit about the Saints offense and just team in general, and it, it was all really, really true stuff. And he says the Saints team, it feels like they don't really have an identity as it stands right now. And I think that's true because every week it's felt like a different kind of game. But if there is an identity to this team, it's it's really the defense. I mean, overall, they're ranked sixth, uh, pass rush, they're third. Uh, scoring their third, and their past defense is 15th, so just around uh, medium. And the Giants' offense is 18th, uh, tied for 11th in rushing and tied for 17th in passing. So not overall the best. I think it's a good matchup for them. But the thing that really is bugging me, like you said, I want to see more from the offense, just make it look easier for them because right now, overall, they are 31st. They are second to last in the NFL, but scoring-wise, they're 14th. So, yes, they've been in some weird games where the Panthers game was really felt like it was out of hand from the beginning. Even though it wasn't, the Packers game just went so well. They didn't need to have a ton of yards. And this past week's game, it was a little bit of sloppiness, but offense really was good enough to win the game. Now, I just want to see Jameis take that step forward. I don't want to see that pass that I, – I I hate the debate that Jameis is – uh, making these bad decisions, just because we'll always be more critical on Jameis. Uh, Nick Underhill talked about that a little bit this week, because if you go look at the stats, Patrick Mahomes has more interceptions than Jameis Winston right now. And that's not being talked about enough because he is making some smart decisions. And in that new England game, you could really see instead of throwing that ball into triple coverage, he was taking a sack, which isn't always a great thing you can throw it in the dirt, but he was trying to be smart at the football and Sean Payton really emphasis emphasized, let's not turn the ball over. And I think he tried his best to do that. I think the only throw that people keep talking about is that throw to Callaway in the end zone where he just kind of let uh, God kind of carry that football to to Callaway, and and he he did. So uh, I I think overall, the matchups for the wide receivers for the Saints aren't great, but I think Kenny Stills coming in this game could even have a bigger role for them. I like their matchup in the slot with Kenny. Uh, But yeah, running the football, I want to see more. Offensive line hasn't been... Uh, particularly a strong suit, which it usually is, which makes me a little nervous. I think James Hurst will come in and start at left tackle. But a thing that I also could uh, potentially see is Will Clapp return from IR. So he could come in and maybe slide in, maybe at center if they wanted Ruiz to go back to guard because I haven't really loved how Ruiz has played at center. It just feels like things aren't clicking well. I think Throckmorton's played pretty good right guard. So we'll just have to see uh, what they end up doing, but still got another day of practice to figure everything out. But We're back. I mean, we're going back to New Orleans. It's going to feel really good. I got this weird butterflies in my stomach. Like, this feels like we're actually back to football. And um, this starts a – let's see. So, the Saints have the Giants, and then they have the Washington football team, and then they'll have their bye. So, uh, hopefully we can get some guys back some pretty soon. Tricon Smith uh, was still on IR this week. Will Willett's still on IR. Um, So, didn't get much healthy besides Will Clapp. But we're back. So that's all that really matters. We're back in New Orleans.
1: I mean, you know, the good news is, man, I mean, you know, they're almost here. I mean, and and when I say they're almost here, I mean in regards to health, right? Um, I understand everyone that says that the team doesn't have an identity. Well, I mean, you have a lot of key guys out there I think will help you better establish that identity, right? You know, you were supposed to have one of the best offensive lines in football when you were healthy. Well, now, you know, you know, you're missing arguably your best guy. And um, I, I i mean, the way Ryan Ramchek is playing right now, Eric McCoy might be your second best guy on your offensive line. So, I mean, as a group that was supposed to be maybe, I, you know, I think their strongest um, their strongest group, right, of, you know, on their team, on their depth chart. I mean, was that it could have been elite, should have been elite, should be. But eventually, those guys are going to come back, right? I mean, uh, Michael Thomas is. Uh, one of the one of the guys, uh, one of the few guys on your team that you know he's a you know he can beat man coverage, he can beat zone coverage, and he he helps any quarterback. He's he's had great games with all different quarterbacks the Saints have had over the past few years, whether it takes him started, it, whether it's been Teddy or whether it's been Drew. So you know he's one of the better, he's one of the best receivers in football. I mean he he's going to matter. Um, so I I think if we're strictly talking about the offensive, you know the offensive side of the football. You know, I mean, Kenny Stills comes in and he plays more snaps, I believe, than Deontay Harris. I mean, they they, they have a lot of things to figure out strictly from from manpower. And I think once that starts to shift up, everything else will take care of itself. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, you know, you, even if the Saints would have another mediocre or bad performance offensively, I think the defense and just the overall situation, the energy is going to carry that game. I expect. um you know a defensive touchdown i expect a large you know a long touchdown a special team touchdown like it's going to be some crazy things or just some uh you know some energy filled things that happen in that game uh you know you can just feel it
0: mm-hmm. i can't even imagine a long touchdown in that superdome how much that place is going to blow up but yes the positive thing is that people are coming back if they're still winning with with these injury problems that's a good thing because they're adapting they're finding ways to win it doesn't always need to be pretty in the nfl you just got to find a way to win And let's hope they do that this Sunday. I'm excited. Uh, If you can't be at the game, uh, I will not be at the game, but I'll be screaming like I'm at the game in front of my TV. So um, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We'll we'll be catching you guys after the game on Sunday, talking about a fat Saints W, knock on wood. Um, Again, I'm Brendan. He's Chris. We hope you guys enjoyed and see you guys next episode. Who that? Who did? Who Let's go! Let's...